Hey guys, welcome back to part two of the Kindred group discussion. Today we're going to be talking about the, basically the same thing as last time. Uh, we're just going to kind of dig a little deeper into our discussion, our analysis, um, and bring in a little bit of a, um, a social component from our school, actually, that happened a couple weeks ago. Um, thanks, for, thanks for watching, um, and I hope you enjoy the podcast. I'm Isabella. I'm Sean. I'm Braylon. I'm Kelsey. And we're a Kindred group. The book is Kindred, and it's written by Octavia E. Butler. It's basically a free black woman that is sent back in time to experience slavery. Um, coming off of what Braylon said, basically our book is about a uh, free black woman named Dana. She lives in the 1970s, in, like in California, like far away from when slavery was actually a thing. And um, it's kind of just like out of the blue, she gets teleported back into when slavery was a big thing. And um, she's just having to deal with um, what her ancestors went through and everything. And basically the book just focuses on slavery and what people went through. Yeah, the book is really graphic um, and dark. It shows a lot of a lot of the dark truths of slavery, and I think that's really the point of the book. Um, I think the author really tries to tries to get the reader to feel how slaves felt almost, and um, feel that fear, feel that disgust almost um, that they had to go through. Um, and I think the author does a great job of that. So obviously our topic is racism, um, which is basically just discrimination on the basis of race. Uh, that's very evident throughout our entire book, as the book is about about slavery, um, and you get to see um, just how horribly racist the white slave owners were in their time, and kind of how it relates back to even modern day um, through... Dana's back and forth, going back in time and back to the future type thing. Um. Um, I'd say we picked the uh, social justice issue, uh, racism, because everyone, I feel like everyone is experienced it and can somehow relate to racism and it's more like it's been going on for years so everyone's obviously like they know about it and and it like it still happens to this day like no matter what really like there's going to be racism everywhere no matter what so I feel like we just picked it because it's easier to relate to and it needs to be talked about more I guess. Yeah, no, it's definitely still here. I mean, we'll talk about it later in the podcast, but I mean, kids even at our school are still visibly racist, um, and it's really a problem, honestly, but it has gotten better, at least, I think, so that's progress, at least. Racism is very common, and is seen at all times, all over the world, from 
authorities being racist to um, minors and things such as that to friends. Um, a lot of things are affected by racism. I know, I totally agree. Um, actually, one of my articles was about a major league baseball player, Adam Jones, where he dealt with racism during the game as he faced adversity coming through it. And I just found it funny because somebody that's held so much power and money went through racism means anybody else can. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, I think uh, that's one of the main reasons that those celebrities and everything are advocates for it because they've probably experienced it on their way to the top. I mean, you gotta go through some adversity to get to the top, and I think racism is a part of that because once you're seen in front of that stage, in front of all those people, um, all different people with all different biases are gonna judge you. Um, My article had to do with police being racist and experiencing racism. And it basically talks about how this one police officer grew up getting treated like the bad guy and all this. And then he became a police officer and um, wanted to do things differently than police that he grew up with did and helped helped everyone and heard the full story before jumping to conclusions because when people jump to conclusions it's not only um, a bad thing but it's seen all over the social media and turned around different ways and it's really just not good. I know I feel like it's better if someone knows both sides of the end because one person can see it as another way but if knowing both sides helps truly know the whole thing and the effect of racism yeah that's where the social media part comes in I think because if you get a dash cam video or whatever of a shooting that can be spun a couple different ways based on who's releasing the video or whatever because you might you might not see the entire video if somebody records it on their phone they might start recording after something important has already happened and you only see the outcome you don't see why it happened and that's the big issue with these shootings or whatever um is that you can't see the entire thing you only see what's the people i've shown you and that's um, one of the issues with social media i think and trying to influence people and um, getting your news through that way yeah, no, social media only brings one one point of view I said, I feel like you need both. Yeah, definitely. That's, yeah, I agree. That's where the uh, majority of the tension comes from in society. It's just social media really causes everyone to see different points of views and just results in anger and arguments and disagreements, which is like, which is why racism is like starting to come back more, I guess. And it's hard for people to form their own opinion when they see a video and the caption already has that person's opinion and then the comments have the other people's opinion. It's hard for them to think for themselves when it's already put out there a certain way. Yeah, um, well in our book at least there wasn't any social media presence obviously because it was in the 1800s or whatever, but um, definitely, definitely a problem. Uh, I feel like even in our book, like, 
without social media, I feel like even in our book, people still have a hard time forming their own opinions, because back then they were just, like, raised to believe in racism, and they were raised to believe that, like, slavery was the only right way, and that, you know, like, certain races were just terrible and everything, and that's the big problem with how, like, the older society was in, in our graphic novel. Yeah, it's uh, it's actually really similar, honestly, from modern times with social media to back in, like, the 1800s or whatever, because back then you might have only had one point of view coming in from whoever was feeding you information, whether it was your parents or whoever you were around, if you were in a big city or something, but, like, it's kind of like that now, because you might only subscribe to... Um, one group of people on social media so you only see that group's point of view you don't get to see everything else that happens yeah actually I believe it was in our book with um, the first what person Dana encountered um, the little boy that she saved mm-hmm. um, yeah his parents brought him up that way I believe that you were to own black people and to give them commands basically as servants and he automatically thought that and already gave her a name and what to do with her. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, uh, it's just like if you were to only follow a couple celebrities um, that are talking about one thing. Like if you only follow um, BLM um, celebrities, then you're only going to believe that, because that's all you see, but if you follow, um, Blue Lives Matter instead of whatever, then it's going to be a little, little different. So, coming off of that whole social media thing, um, about two weeks ago, two, three weeks ago, a video came out about this kid at our school, um, he was in a deer stand up in a tree and his friend was videoing him up there and the kid in the deer stand decided to say some very racist things and just horrible things honestly and I mean it's just it's crazy how that's still out here it's crazy that that still happens um yeah no um he was, I think people took it even more serious because he was your typical, what you would call redneck. So he was yeah. wearing all camouflage, he had his hat, long hair. I mean, he was just a typical redneck, yeah. what people would call it. And I think people took that even more serious because, just because of how he dressed him. Yeah, well, I mean, when you see something like that on social media, if you're a stereotypical racist person doing some racist things, obviously the outcome is not going to be good, so. Yeah, no, it caused a lot of tension. I know a lot of people were, like, really mad about it and were starting to threaten doing certain things to him. Just because now, like, seeing that on social media is taken a lot more serious than it was back then. Like, yeah. Yeah, I think so too, because now a lot more people have different perspectives on racism because they've experienced it or changed their opinions on it. And so when something like that happens, 
in this time, um, people get a lot more mad about it and stand up for themselves more and causes more issues. And I think it's honestly kind of embarrassing that it still happens. Well, we've given our point of views, what we thought about it. Now I think we're going to go interview some other people around the class, around the school. Um, and see their perspectives on it. So I'm here with Mia right now. Um, she's seen the video. Um, basically, just how did that make you feel? What did you think about that? Um, I thought the whole thing was crazy. And the fact that like he had enough, I don't know what it is, but the fact that he did it and was okay with it and posted it online, it's just really crazy because, like, that's not cool. It really hurt me because, like, I thought we moved on from those type of stereotypical ways, but he showed us that we did it, so yeah. So I'm here with Isha and Ananda right now. Um, they also have seen the video. They know what we're talking about. Um, basically, just how did this make you guys feel? Um, I personally didn't like it. I just don't like when people say the word in general just because we're told not to say it. And I just think that, you know, like, since white people aren't supposedly supposed to say it. I think no one should say it at all. And I just didn't find it right that he was screaming the word. Uh, based off the meaning of the word and like where it comes from, it's like a very racist word. And uh, I don't particularly like racist people. So um, just made me uncomfortable. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. So right now I'm here with Noor. Um, she's also seen the video. She knows what we're talking about. Basically, just how did that make you feel? What did you think about it? Okay, so I honestly didn't like really care because like I feel like it's happening everywhere. That is just like it's become it's become like such a common thing that it, you know it's just like another video. So mm -hmm. okay, yeah. thank you. Okay, so I'm here with Logan now. Um, she's seen the video. She knows what we're talking about. Uh, how did that make you feel? because this school is very diverse and to think that there's kids walking around here who still feel these ways and still are like public about their opinions like that it kind of hurts so yeah that's good thank you so that's it for today I think we had a good discussion um, got a lot of people's point of views on the topic um, anything you guys want to add it really just clarified the all of our points on racism and how it's really just really bad at this point yeah I think it's kind of ridiculous how it's still in our era this day so yeah, yeah. alright well um, come back next time that's it for today bye bye bye